Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the closet. I'm Shannon Kessler. And I'm Brittany Swan. That felt weird, didn't it? I know. I was like, okay, if we were going to be on um, a TV game show, I feel like that's how we would have been like announced. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I horribly. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, like, mm. we wouldn't get picked up. It would be one, it would be a pilot and it'd be like, mm. <laughs> Plus their hearts. <laughs> they tried. But Supermarket Sweep, I would... Dude. I would rock that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I, I. That is my biggest like I, that and Price Is Right. Yes. Well, see, okay. Here's why I say my Price Is Right. I loved it way more when I was a kid than I I love it now. Like trying to watch it now, I'm like, mm, no. But it still holds a, a, a it, special uh, place in my heart, and that's yes. where I'm at with it. I I agree with you. I do. Um. But we, supermarket sweep, what would you go get? What would be the number one? You have to go for the hams. Always the hams. These people that don't go after the hams are uh, stupid. Right. Okay. The hams do take up a lot of real estate in the basket. You know where you should go? Condoms. Yeah. And, and tampons you were going, are expensive. Yeah, they are. They are. So like less space in the cart. We, you know what? I was going for the, I was always going to go for the big, inner, the, um, you know, the things that you go and grab the Ooh. big, the, like, oh, the big like inflatables, inflatables. Yeah. Yes. And they always had like $500 or something on them. But they also got that pricey ass cheese. You know, that, that expensive cheese. <laughs> Your charcuterie cheese. <laughs> charcuterie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what you should go for. <laughs> yeah. And a prosciutto. <laughs> some jam. Some fig jam. Oh, that fig jam is expensive. It is like eight bucks. You know what? There's also really price of olive oil. Like there's mm. that, that shit can get upwards. Yeah. Oh, like for sure. Balsamic $35? vinegar? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Right. I'm kind of, uh, you know what? We That's would, it. <laughs> I think this is our 2021 goal. We're going to put a video. Because you, you can. Like when you do, because I've looked into this, um, your audition tape for Supermarket Sweep, they want you and a quirky best friend. Like that's like <laughs> in it. And I'm like, Shut up. I have just the person. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> we got that quirky thing down. We do. Uh, yeah, that's our tagline. Uh, that's probably super accurate. <laughs> if you're still with us. Thank you for joining us. And uh, if this is your first time, well, you know what? You get a gold star for the day. <laughs> for you, hanging in there. You put in the good work. We're really proud of you. <laughs> we hope that you want to be our friend. Yeah. Our we're really friends. Our little Zen garden is growing. I know it is. I love it. I do too. You know what's been really fun? What? Reels. Oh. <laughs> I have to live with her, folks. I can't believe I have to live with you sometimes with your I puns. Know, but You're I, like a bad dad joke every day. I, have you seen my husband? Yeah. It's dad jokes all goddamn day. And sometimes They're I don't get them. I'm like, what? If you have to explain it to me, I'm just going to walk away. Sometimes they are a little hard. <laughs> like, mm, you really had to reach for that one, buddy. <laughs> and sometimes I'm more like, hit me with a dirty joke. Like, that's where I thrive. Like, the dirtier, the better. And the puns sometimes are just not right there in the front of my head. I love her. I love a pun. Always. Yeah, you do. Always and forever. You know who I love? Who? Our guest. Yes. Jenna Ahern. 
I mean, if you could see us now, we have hearts swirling all over because we love her so much. We do. <laughs> They're the all best. above us. They are. She's so awesome. Yeah. If you weren't um, here for the first go round with Jenna, mm-hmm. she is the CEO of Guardian Owl Digital. <gasps> Digital, mm-hmm. which is an SEO company, search engine optimization. Yeah. So if you're curious on how to get more traction on your account, your uh, online accounts, whether it's your business or your social media, she is giving great tangible tips that you can implement to help the traction of your business grow online. This, I think you should have a notebook out and <laughs> writing down some stuff. Georgie, sorry. sorry, so sorry. My Shannon's dog is like digging a hole in my new jacket, I'm like, and I'm like, no, that. stop! I just got that. I'm like, I don't know what yeah. you're gonna do yeah. on my jacket. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, but this is a great podcast to really write some stuff down, take some notes, because she gives tangible tips, and I love when our guests give tangible tips. I do too, man. I like, love. You em. can start doing this today. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think you guys are really gonna enjoy it. I mean, she's a delight. She is. Uh, she's just a joy. We absolutely love her. Yes. So enjoy the show and yeah, come back next week. Do you know what I've been loving lately? Tell me. I love walking into my closet knowing that I have just the right colors that are perfect for me. How'd that happen, Shannon? Well, I'm glad you asked, Brittany. It's because I had a consultation with House of Color Louisville, and it was the best experience, hands down, that I've ever had when it comes to fashion. House of Color Louisville teaches you how to put your best face forward. Megan has a great saying, I'm not here to teach you how to dress like me. I'm here to teach you how to dress like you. And during the color analysis process, you will see yourself in the most fine colors on you. Look healthy and vibrant when you know you lo- your wow colors. You will leave knowing what looks best on you and which colors are not doing you any favors. Clean out your closet with confidence with tips on how to implement these colors in your wardrobe moving forward. Exactly. Our style analysis takes into account your body architecture and personality to help you find your easiest, most flattering, and most authentic wardrobe ever. Learn how to shop in a sustainable way and avoid that fast fashion. That's important. Stay a part of the House of Color community for shopping tips, closet cleanouts, and more after your analysis to make it easy to maintain your new habits. For more information and to see our before and after pictures, follow out House of Color Louisville, that's color with a U, on Instagram. And drop them a message that we, the CZL chicks, sent you their way. See you there. We're here. We are here and we are so excited to be joined today by Miss Jenna Ahern of Guardian Owl Digital. Welcome back to the podcast, Jenna. Thank you so much for having me. I love this. Oh, you're my guilty pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) You're real. You're real. Guilty pleasures. I know. (laughs) No, seriously. Thank you, guys. We had to be a little virtual today, not just for the pandemic, but also it's really snowy outside. So icy. I don't even icy. Yeah. I've never, like, in my head, walking over, I was like, oh no, hope I don't fall. (laughs) Video loop. I'm like, oh gosh. I'm like, this would be a great meme as me walking across the grass. (laughs) Like, like getting through 2021 like that's basically low and steady don't don't fall I've never fall like yeah I'm like trying to press down to make a hole and it's not even like you're trying to grab onto the trees and they're like breaking (laughs) off you're like oh what do I even touch I was like oh this is not good I'm like and I was like this is a bad day to wear slippers (laughs) yeah 
Slippers and heels, probably a bad choice. No, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. We've made better choices. You know, we've, we've done that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I'm going to, I'm going to like roll down the hill, like on my way home. It's going to be great. It's going it's to be awesome. Adult sledding. <laughs> right. Adult sledding. Just my bum. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for being with us today. So, um, You've been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. I have. You're an old Zen friend, but um, remind our our listeners like what you do and all about Guardian Owl. Sure. So I am Jenna Ahern, the owner and founder of Guardian Owl Digital, and so we are a search engine optimization company. We're located in Butchertown, and we really specialize in SEO, pay per click advertising, video, and social management. So those are the four sandboxes we play in when it comes to expanding your digital footprint as a business online. Excellent. How has this transition with 2020 and the pandemic changed your business or has it changed your business? Well, you know, so our, before the pandemic, you know, we dealt with businesses that were focused on expanding their digital visibility. So whether that was their website or their YouTube channel or their social reach. And when, you know, things, I mean, if you can rewind and think back to those first couple months when everything shut down, we're in Kentucky, I think everybody was a little scared. And so our reoccurring revenue, you know, dropped immediately. I think we were down 20% just like within 48 hours, which quite frankly, grateful for that because there were a lot of businesses that absolutely had to shut their doors and they went, you know, to negative or zero. And we experienced that in our book of business, having, you know, restaurants and retail locations literally overnight, you know, either letting people go or closing their doors. And they didn't really survive that, um, you know, 90 day period. And so we noticed a huge shift in an influx of business because not just here locally, but nationally businesses were looking for, okay, how do we pivot online? How do we shift advertising dollars or the dollars that we were going to spend on events to our website, to our digital footprint? And so we were just fortunate to be, and you know, I think a little lucky to be in an industry where it actually thrived during the pandemic because businesses needed to truly change the way they were doing business. And so that was a, like, again, super grateful, but then also it helped us be really innovative and really stretched our creative bandwidth of, okay, how do we get somebody who has no idea how to sell products online to get their products online and then help them manage that process <laughs> when they are up and running because you know we're not talking about you know 30 you know 50 year old business owners all the time sometimes we're talking you know to business owners that still are operating you know on a flip phone or their their wife or husband is helping them navigate their email so it stretched our capacity to really serve businesses on all digital levels quickly. Yeah. So that's an interesting point. Like how do you help um, business owners that may not be as tech savvy? I mean, is that like really frustrating on your end is feel like, okay, now I have to walk really slow, walk through this like really slowly. And I mean, you're a quick, fast paced person. So 
Talk to us about what, did you get some patience in 2020? Like how did that pan out for you? (laughs) So I think everybody like looked internally, hopefully in 2020, we're like, okay, what are some things I need to work on? (laughs) And I think that it was really at the time frustrating because I wanted to move really fast, but I think that it was a little bit of divine intervention where, you know, we started in 2013 because we wanted to provide education and fill that gap between the business owner who isn't tech savvy and have them trust us to be able to kind of bring them that light into the darkness of digital. And so I think 2020 was, Hey, like we're holding a light, like come, you know, come to us and they found us. And then it's like, okay, well, we, we need to create the time and the bandwidth to be able to serve in that way, because that's, that's how we started. It's our core. We want people to be successful, trust us, and truly be armed with the education that they feel good in walking in the darkness of digital. And so, yes, it was. And we had to do a lot of team building to be able to communicate and serve in different ways. So like, for instance, Hey, you know, how do I save? I don't know how to get to LinkedIn. How do I save that as a shortcut on my desktop computer? And so us being able to film videos using Loom or YouTube, you know, really quickly or just our phone and then having that be sent in an email with, Hey, no, no worries here. You know? So instead of drafting along how to email quickly, like kind of being with them in that moment where they can just watch it, save our video, sometimes teaching them how to save our video and, you know, being that resource and guiding light through like this uncomfortable digital darkness that I mean, can be intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of us, um, experience like a, a surge of like, there was just an energy depletion and like creativity depletion that happened in 2020 for someone that like your business is actually thriving and like really growing and increasing. How did you manage to, to keep your creativity while everything else is being like sucked away? Or did you struggle (laughs) with that? I struggled so much. And one of the big things for me is like, I'm, I'm all day in front of a screen and there was the pandemic. And then there was this election happening. And I felt like it was too much for my creativity and I wasn't soothing. So like being in front of a screen, multiple screens all day long, and then coming home and watching, you know, um, news channels, like to me, I immediately, and through the pandemic, like and coronavirus, I was like, ah. And so I had to do like some real, you talk about like looking inward, I had to figure out what self-soothed me. And so I really turned to art and being able to paint, like paint with numbers and reading and like touching a book. Um, Music was another one that like the piano to me, I was in like, you know, played piano, flute and piccolo as a kid. So like being able to kind of tap back into that self-soothing ability, I think was really difficult to navigate because at first I felt too like super drained, super depleted. And even though I was trying to like my best to serve in the business and to like the community, it was like, you'd go home and I felt like, okay, I'm at a loss of how to fill up my cup, especially when I can't go do the things that I usually did to do so. So those were like some things that you know, I felt like a fifth grader again, going home and like, okay, I'm not going to watch the news. I'm not going to watch TV, Netflix. Like I'm going to kind of be in my own space and give myself an hour of like 
soothing art or music. Well, that's great to hear because I mean, I know we call it the queue now. Yeah. <laughs> like when we were in the queue, it, w- it was, it was a hard time and it still kind of is like you get sucked in and it's hard mm-hmm. to like find your way out. So how are you, you have a pretty large team, right? And how many are people are under you now or how many people do you Six. have? Six people, yeah. So how are you helping guide them when they feel like lackluster and, and not feeling that creativity and keeping them on, I guess, a path of, of keep on going? I send emails like with quotes and, you know, try and just get in their inbox like that throughout the day. We have, we really talked about um, like, early on in the year when everything was going down, like, what are your three daily goals? What are your monthly goals? Like personally, like nothing to do with Guardi now, but like, what are some things that you want to stick to? And then having those check-ins. So every 90 days we, we do like the evaluations as a company, but we also do like, how are you doing mentally? And I know that that's a little bit of a different policy and structure, but we also, Um, feel like if we can't internally communicate and be honest with one another with how we're feeling, it's going to then come over onto the business side and how we serve our clients and how we talk to team members. And so we do a lot of that. And I think sometimes we can, or we're all women. So I think sometimes we can, you know, there's that, that, that comes into play. So I think talking and expressing how we're feeling and then how we each need to take accountability for those feelings has been really helpful. Um, I think everybody right now on my team, like if they're listening to this, we talk every Monday with how are you, what are energy are you bringing into the nest this week? And I don't know if I talked about this on the last podcast, but you know, zero through 10, or can you put a number on it? And we all try and really realize, okay, what are we bringing in to the nest this week? And if we have everybody's at like, you know, a four, we know, okay, this is going to be a hard, you know, like you walking in the snow, Brittany, like this is going to be a a tough week, you know, to stumble through, but how can we all self-soothe ourselves? Like, what do we need to do? Whether it's, you know, okay, you need an extra session. Maybe you need to take Wednesday, Allison, you know, off at three, Jamie, like go coach basketball. That's what she's doing right now to really fill up her, her cup. You know, what are some things that we can do individually that's going to help us as a team get to a higher number. And I think that it's just a conversation. Yeah. I I love love that too. I mean, I'm envisioning if like, if everybody's coming in at a four, I'd be like, you know what? We're going to cancel work this week. Y'all need to figure it out. And like, sorry, <laughs> I'm like, come back. You're at a solid seven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good news is it's so, it's so funny when you do have those conversations, everybody's usually at a diff in a different level. Like there's always somebody who's coming in at that, you know, under five, like I had this happen because life happens. Right. And I mean, that bleeds over to work, whether we want to believe it or not, I think. And so, and then you always have somebody who's like, yeah, they're like, I'm at nine. I had a great weekend. Like somebody else is like, I went to five tournaments and, you know, (laughs) did I was an Uber driver with three kids. So I feel like you always have people coming at different levels. And so we always do say like, okay, if you're at a nine, you got to help the person with a four. Like, how are you helping them? Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think what's cool is that bleeds over on into the guardian owl, you know, how we serve our clients, because you can kind of tell when somebody's having a rough month, you know, things just aren't panning out. So how can you help them get to a, 
get to an eight. (laughs) I love that because it does. I mean, you feel so supported when you feel supported by your team or by a business and you have someone in your corner, like a cheerleader. I think that is so beneficial. Like you, there's nothing that can replace that feeling like, oh, finally someone's got my back. Especially when during these great, this crazy time, like, yeah, I feel like we're always on unsteady grounds. And so feeling like you have a team, I mean, or a back, backup, backup. I agree. And that's a, um, like who is your cheerleader who, who's your support system? Cause I mean, as a business owner and you've got six people underneath you during a pandemic, I'm sure that, I mean, that's also like, oh my God, there's six people I have to, it's like their livelihood is dependent on my business. And like, well, it's a lot of pressure to, to hold that. And again, knowing that like, you don't, you can't just like come home and binge Netflix because like you've been on a screen all day. You don't want to do that. So like who for you is, who do you turn to when you need support? Well, so I totally think the universe has my back, which helps I think mentally because I'm like, okay, there's that layer. And then also Zach, I mean, I have such a great support system at home. I can't imagine what it would be like to come home and not have that support system, especially like he's very empathetic about what my days look like and then vice versa. So I think that that's really special. And then also, I mean, my sister who is an employee, she's, I mean, my best friend. And so I think that her support and her continued encouragement, like as a sister and her being able to balance those two roles. I mean, again, I'm incredibly lucky and fortunate. Um, and my mom, I mean, the other just caveat, I guess, to my situation personally was my mom's going through pancreatic cancer. So being, having that kind of on top of it, but also having her full support and encouragement to go after my dream, you know, in owning a business and creating in the world, I think has always just, again, it's irreplaceable for me. So I think that that has been amazing. And then I don't want to let out, I think from a support system, some of my, you know, biggest supporters are clients that have been around from day one and act, you know, I look to them sometimes, especially in times of crisis to, okay, well, what are you doing? How are things like, you know, do, do you have your back or I have your back, do you have mine, you know, and let's get through this together because, you know, I think to me and to hopefully a lot of other business owners to your point, Shannon, you know, we want to create a great space for people to to have a livelihood and to contribute back to the community. It's a ripple effect. And Louisville holds such a special place. My heart, Kentucky does. And so I think that, you know, leaning into other owners who are going through those same challenges and, you know, ha- having that like just un- kind of that's being on the same wavelength. You don't have to maybe like have a full conversation, but you know that they have your back. They're trying, you know, to kind of get through the blocking and tackling of all of this, just as you are. It's, um, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Well, first I want to say, so, so sorry to hear about your mom. I hope we're thinking about her and sending her all the, all the love because that's a very, very challenging. So first I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. Um, but also let's, um, I want to talk about like how you are supporting these businesses. They're another supporting you, but what are you telling them right now? Like, what are you seeing as you zoom out on 2021? What are the biggest things that you're seeing? Are you telling your businesses like how to prepare, how to market and how to press forward in this like changing time? Well, and I think it, 2020, the internet 
rapidly changed. Like it went from maybe a two year growth change to like five years, like in set in 12 months. So it was really difficult and I think to keep up with, and I'm in it video and movement and animation are going to continue to just explode. Like we haven't even scratched the surface on what we can do from a video content perspective and people, you know, I mean, look at reels. Like, I mean, you, you all can probably see that people will spend two minutes watching a reel or a video versus reading a page in a book. And that's just where we are. So I think that if you're not incorporating video and you're not humanizing your brand with video, you're behind the eight ball. Like you need to have a strategy for that in 2021 and telling storytelling and sharing and not story, like not selling through video, but sharing, you know, what you do in the community, what are your values? Like being able to connect with your ideal audience through video story sharing. I think that that is huge through in 2021 and here over the next couple of years. So I think that that's big. I also think voice is, I mean, people are using because they are at home, Alexa, Google Home, wearable devices, Siri, they're using it more than ever. And I, I think people are underestimating how quickly that's going to help their websites and their social media platforms get to the top of um, the results just because voice is huge and it's not being incorporated into businesses as it should. So I think people that kind of race to that and spend effort within voice are are going to be ahead of the curve. So that's, that's one. And then I would say automation and AI. So being able to have a lot of touches on your clients, again, through automation, something like very much your hands off, it's not a lot of labor, but you're being able to really serve through AI and whether it's chat bots, um, you know, email automation flow systems, I think that that's going to be more and more evident how much it's it helps businesses succeed. So I think that that's big. So would an example of that be like if you went to somebody's web website and they have FAQs, like you would be answering that in a video form versus like a written form? Is that, is that an example? 100%. Yep. But both. Yeah. I do have a question. When you say voice, can you kind of go over that? Because that's, I feel like that's kind of a we ask our Alexa a lot of things, um, usually tell us funny jokes or the weather. <laughs> we ask her about the weather multiple times a day. My kids are obsessed. Um, so what are some ways that a business could use voice as an element to integrate into their business? So you nailed it with FAQs. So being able to even, uh, okay, so how often do you say, okay, Google? So being kind of crafty with whether you're advertising or um, you're incorporating that into your blog content, whether it's like your page titles or, you know, your FAQs, like being able to have that content <laughs> so that it kind of matches the search query of people actually searching OK Google, because all that's happening is when you say OK Google, OK Alexa, it is going into the search box on those search engines and then it's pulling content. So if you can kind of align that same, you know, 
okay Google, okay with your website, that's going to be super helpful. I think too, um, you mentioned vi or embedding a video. Well, oh my gosh, my my Google Home just said sorry. I don't understand. I, I know. Was I was just saying. Like, I was like, that's so awesome. They're always listening. I know. That's so Pretty sure my Alexa right out there is like, you need me? What do you need? Yeah. What's up? What's up? She's so helpful. Um, so incorporating like your RSS feeds on to your website. I think that that's a huge, and you guys, I think already do that. So you're probably ahead of the curve, but the other, I mean, I'm now I'm venturing into just like what you can do from an action standpoint, like clubhouse podcasts. Those are all search engines essentially. So making sure that you're visible there in one way or another, and then incorporating that on your website answering questions via voice on your um, website. So if it's not a video, you can still have, you know, content that someone can play and listen. Mm -hmm. So there's, I mean, getting creative in that realm is going to be important here in the next 24 months. Well, that is, yeah. I love hearing yeah. this because when I mean, we do, it's, it's going to be a constantly changing platform. I mean, it is, but it is. I, I know for myself, speaking to the video, I watch way more videos than I ever have. Like I, I'm now sitting longer. I'm like, it used to be like a few seconds. Now I'm like, okay, I can, I can sit here for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And if I'm doing that and my attention span is like this big, very small, I know that the average Joe has got to be watching it longer and is, is more kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll see what she has to say. Yeah. Yes. I know that for me. I come in from like, I know how long it takes and like what it takes to make a video and like filming is one thing and then you have to edit and then like so it doesn't matter if i'm interested in the video or not i'm doing that creator a favor i'm just i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna watch it all the way through and i'm gonna like it and i'm gonna save it and i might even share it because i'm like i know what you had to do to get there girl or boy. Oh. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the big barrier i think as a business owner and i i mean i hear this all day long it's so much time. And I'm like, I get it. But if you like, I always go to working out. I'm like, yeah, but you'll put in that hour, you know, a day to go to the gym or get your workout in. Why? Because you care about the health and, and your own fitness. If this is what I'm, you're, we're telling you is going to be important and invest that hour a day. If you don't want to do it, you got to, you got to pay somebody else. Like you got to get a personal trainer. So I think that that's the time is always a, a big objection because it's not something that business owners had to do mm -hmm. a couple years ago to be in the game. And now it's like, oh, I need this to be in the game. Yeah, it, you're right. It is intimidating because I do think it's it's easy to get um, like discouraged if you put in the hours and you you know you make this content and then you're like, it, it got four likes. You're like, well, what the hell am I doing this for? Like, I. I'm, so, I mean, I do think that there is that element of your, your return. You want it to feel like it matches your investment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just doesn't always equate to that, but knowing that it's still so important that you show up for video and that you show up for this content, because it may not happen like right away, but like it's out there and it will live out there and eventually it will, you know, get traction and people will click on it, but mm -hmm. it may not happen like right away, which is so ironic because video is so like instant gratification. I'm physically watching you. You're saying everything, you know, like it's so easy to get what you want, but like that return sometimes is not instant. 
Nope. Nope. I completely agree. And I mean, we, I think one of the quickest from a YouTube standpoint, we had a dealership who, I mean, they were posting videos at least once a week, like very consistently. And then we would tag and edit and like optimize the videos. And I mean, I think it took every bit of two years for them to start monetizing the channel. But then every month, you know, now they're creating kind of this incremental income, which isn't a lot yet, but you know, you figure, okay, well, if we continue to do this and we continue down this path, a hundred dollars has snowballed into a couple hundred dollars in this amount of time. Okay. What's it going to get to, you know, how much longer to a couple thousand. So I don't think, I don't think anything in life that's worthwhile is ever instant. It, like it never happens like that, even though I always think there's going to be this like silver bullet or like, I'm going to find this thing or, you know, it never happens like that. And so I think when we watch our clients put in the time and effort and then be consistent with it, it usually pays off in some way, whether it's business like this, like monetizing it or like, heck there's, I mean, their self-confidence is obviously way up because if you, your first video is not going to be like your hundredth video, right? So, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, so true. Yeah. I start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's everything. You're going to get better as you go. And also, like, your creativity kind of spawns. Like, the more you do it, you're like, oh, I think this might be fun, or I could see myself doing this, or mm-hmm. oh, this might be something. So, yeah. But making that leap is hard. You're like, I don't want to. Janet, she puts Very, uh, outside the comfort zone on the internet all the time. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> I know. I'm oh. like, yes, you do. Come like, on. Can I just make <laughs> Support system. Support body. <laughs> and it's just, it's just more than pretty pictures now. People mm-hmm. want to humanize. They want to see you. They want... And I, that totally makes sense coming from mm-hmm. last year because now we lack that human connection now people really want to be connected to a lot of different things so like if i'm not connected then i'm not buying it right yeah i completely agree mm-hmm. you can't miss out percent so what is something that businesses can stop doing today or is there a way that they're kind of wasting their money wasting their time that it's not really worth it let's pivot but we stop doing this and move over here so uh, you know, I don't, I think that that's kind of variable. I was going to say newspaper only because, I mean, I feel like if you're still investing a ton of money on, you know, print, I think there's a time and place for it throughout the year with your marketing mix. But I think if you're 100%, all your eggs are in traditional, this is the time to move some of those eggs into digital. So I think you need to stop putting a hundred percent of your budget into print and um, this old traditional model. And then whether it's you move an egg to Facebook first, then you move the egg to your website, you got, you got to get out of this, you know, all traditional marketing mentality because you used to be able to like, okay, I'm going to write a track stroke one for TV. This is it. This is all we're going to do for the year. But everybody's everywhere now. Like they're not just on TV. They're not just watching, you know, WHAS. Maybe they're there in the morning and then they're on their phone and then they're on Netflix. They're on Peacock, which, you know, is OTT like ads. So, I mean, there are all these places. If you have all of your eggs in this one basket, I I think that you're really missing the, the boat. So I would say that's one thing that you can stop doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Jeez, that's such a great question, Brittany. I would say that's the biggest 
that's the biggest thing. And then I would say stop, like going back to video, like stop making excuses. I think that that's like my big thing that I keep telling myself because when we don't want to do something that's new, especially as like type A people, we will find something else to like insert that I'm busier or like, I need to prioritize this. Like this is more important. And I'm like, is it like, (laughs) is it Jenna? So I think just in here, like if you can combine, okay, don't put all your eggs in one basket and then, okay, stop making excuses for why you don't want to change your digital strategy. Because if you can do so, I think you're going to be more open to trying the new things and putting and diversifying your eggs. Love it. I love that tip. It kind of makes me think, I don't know if you guys did this when you were little, but like if my mom was like, hey, you need to go clean your room, I would spend more time rearranging the furniture <laughs> in my room than actually cleaning it. And yeah. it was like that diversion of like, well, I don't want to clean it, oh, but I'll move my dresser here. And I'll move you know, like three hours later, mom was like, that took a long time. I'm like, well, come look at it. I rearranged the whole thing. Inadvertently, I cleaned it while I did it. But like, she was like, you know, it really would have only taken you 30 minutes to actually just clean it, right? Oh my gosh. I do the same yeah. thing when I'm yeah. supposed to like go somewhere and I'm supposed to pack my suitcase or pack anyone's suitcase. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm like, immediately I'm like, mm, that junk drawer needs to be cleaned out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like we will do anything to, like, you know, like our brains are amazing. So, and I'm obviously am just as guilty of that. Shannon, I would rearrange like the top of my dresser, like, you know, what was on it. And, and then my closet, like I would rearrange things in my closet, but like vacuum vacuuming and dusting was always like the last thing that actually happened. So yeah. Yeah. It's keeping us together. Yeah. Yeah. There would be no excuses in removing like the eat the frog first when it comes to digital, like just make the video. video. I will say, um, but in going back to that, like we've seen such an amazing, um, reception when we've started moving into more video. Um, and even on our stories, like it's getting a lot, it, you know, people are interacting more and responding more and, you know, it didn't happen at first, but it, the more you do it, the more you put yourself out there, it, you do see the fruits of that labor. It does come mm-hmm. back. It just takes a little bit. You have to be willing to put in the work. And I like that you said that because I get very frustrated and I'm like, Oh, I want to quit. But yeah, <laughs> just keep going. Just keep plugging forward. I tell you. I get it. I'm with you. I know. So we've got uh, one more question we want to ask you before we wrap this up, but um, what is your guilty internet pleasure? Okay. So right now, cause we talked about memes. So I've been like on a meme kick just overall. I don't know if you saw the cat meme. He's like, I'm live. Oh, with the oh, yes. cat. So like, I feel like on a daily basis, like there's some, some type of meme like that, that I'm watching. Um, but this is going to be crazy. So I'm, I have gotten really into stars and like space and astrology. And so I've been like diving into like, oh, like, I wonder what my like reading is today. So, or like, I wonder like, is it a new moon? Is it a snow moon, which is coming <laughs> up? Like I'm literally, I know I'm going to sound crazy, but like that is like right now, like if I have like 30 minutes, I'll go down like the rabbit hole of like, okay, what is today? And Gaia is like a channel that I'm into right now on YouTube where I'll go and be like, okay, like what did the pyramids do? Or like, how did like this happen back in like Egypt? Like, how did they build those? Like really? And how are they still? So how that works. It's still 
like, what the hell? What's that? So, no, exactly. Yeah. So Gaia's like, I'm, I'm into. And I spent a lot of time this year, like on 23andMe, Ancestry.com and trying like to build family, family tree. Mm-hmm. So I am like really heavy into that right now, which is bringing up some things. What is your sign? What are you? What's your sun and moon? Gemini, both. Ooh. And I'm a Libra. <laughs> That's crazy. What is yours? What is uh, yours? I'm a Scorpio sun and a Sagittarius moon. That is, yeah. So you're, are you fire? Like you're a lot of fire. Yeah. I can totally feel that. Yeah. Which is funny. I'm, I'm a Virgo sun. I don't know what my moon is, but I have a lot of water in my sign, which yeah. is funny that we are water. You need me. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. I love that. That's why you're compatible. I, I haven't even told you this. Um, recently I went to a friend's house and they had like a, a tarot card reading for like a birthday get together thing. Yeah. And like once it, you know, she did all like the life stuff and she's like, do you like animals? I'm like, yes, I love them. She's like, okay, well let's, you know, let's find your animals. And, and like, she's doing the cards and two literally like fly out of this deck. I'm like, were there springs on that? She's <laughs> like, well, these two are the ones that come for you. Um, hippo. No, oh. I do. But both are water. One is a beaver. Wow. The beaver is a very hard worker. It may not start the project, but it won't quit until it's finished. Oh, that's very it's very determined and it will do whatever it takes to get the job done. And I'm like, but Nick says, butt teeth I had growing up, like <laughs> really come back and play. I'm <laughs> like, you okay. And then my second one is an otter and Ooh, otter like the water. playful animal in the deck. Um, it loves people. It will retreat when it needs to retreat, but it will seek out people just to, oh. you know, to find laughs and to make happiness. And I was like, I feel very much like a beaver otter. <laughs> yeah, you're like a crow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to get, I need to find that. I've never done that. Yeah. I'll, you know what? It'll be really fun. We have to get this lady to come do it. She's, she was great. Like, yes. Really- yeah. Yeah. I am all into that right now. Like self-discovery. Yes. It's so much cool. fun. And too, like you just kind of like, whether it's you believe it or not, or, you know, it's really true, for, but it's just fun. It's something fun to like, Oh, I kind of identify. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Yeah. And attach your happy energy too, so that you mm-hmm. can keep getting more happy energy. Right. Or just like, oh, that makes sense. Like, I like that. Like, even if it's irrational, I think sometimes like you're like, okay, like it just, it's opens your awareness a little bit. Absolutely. So yeah. I, I talk love about the, the signs and stuff like, cause I am, I'm a full blown Scorpio. Like I will set your house on fire. Like it's just, it's just, that's how I am. Or yeah. I'm like, eh, or I'm just more introvert and I'll like recluse. So I'm, I'm like, I am very much the sign. Like I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, yeah. imagine not having these traits and I'm like, Right. identify here like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah oh I'm a hard Gemini for sure I mean both sun and moon it makes sense but yeah so yeah. I'm with you awesome. well Jenna thank you so much for joining us today we have loved chatting with you you've it. given us some great tips um but tell our listeners where they can connect with you further so my handles are Jenna, J-E-N-N-A underscore Ahern I believe on social and then guardian underscore Al is our business. And you can go to guardianaldigital.com to read our blog, sign up for our newsletter and just learn more about search engines. And you know, and this is well-known facts. Um, Jenna's guardian owl email is one of the, the ones that I, as soon as it comes out, 
first of all, it's personalized. It says, well, I love and I that. love that. It makes I me feel that. like she took the time to actually write it to me, but I love reading these. I'm like, oh, these are so good. So they're great. (laughs) I love this. And thank you, Zen friends. I appreciate you listening. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.